Welcome to True and Unpolished. Through this podcast, our intention is to uplift, amuse, and inspire you to create more of a life you'll love. Let's get authentic, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. So today, wow, I am excited slash nervous to bring you this episode of True and Unpolished. We have a surprise guest Uh, And I don't want to keep you in suspense for long, but I am also buying time trying to consider if I really am going to let you listen to this. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I've decided I will let you listen. This episode is brought to you by Cusp Culture. Visit them online at cuspculture.com and get true and unpolished gear at cuspculture.com slash shop. All right. Take a listen, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Mary, and I am here with Lydia. Hi. Our surprise special guest. Lydia has her husband, Keith, with us. Hello. Hey, Keith. Hi, Mary. Glad to be here. We're so glad you're here. A longtime listener. Excited to... uh... (laughs) Second time appear, because you did appear once That's right, on the game show. Yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. So, um, so I, I just wanted to tell y'all everybody that the reason that Lydia and Keith are here today is to talk a little bit more about their relationship. They were inspired to do this because it's just been a, a difficult time the last year and a half for people in navigating relationships. Relationships are difficult anyway and so just kind of being able to be for y'all to be courageous and show up in this way as an example of how to navigate this kind of relationship which we would call a spiritual partnership or a soul-filled relationship that's focused on supporting each other's growth and doing it consciously um but none of us, whether we are, are truly committed to that path or not, none of us are going to do it perfectly. And so it's, it's courageous of y'all to kind of be willing to be vulnerable in this way. It's interesting that you said that because last night when we were talking, I was saying, I don't know that we're ready for this, you know? And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, we're not, perfect yet you know it's like we we were talking about our story and Mm -hmm. it's like if you wait until you're a master at something you'll just be waiting forever because we're constantly growing like there's not so we're not here to say that we're like experts on relationships we are here to say that we found a way that worked and we were at a breaking point um, during the pandemic and it was make or break time and, and we made it right. Yes. <laughs> that was very well put. I would have to agree with that on a, on a, on a path of, uh, of real growth and better understanding of each other. And, and what is it that you all are doing? I mean, how are you making it? So we went to a therapist first, um, you know, through zoom and this therapist uses the Gottman method and Gottman, John Gottman 
did had did all kinds of research. I mean, he's got like 30 or 40 years of research and it began with like, he had this apartment and he would have couples go into the apartment. And once they talked about an issue that, you know, with, that they were struggling with, yeah. he'd get them to talk about it to essentially get them talking. And then he would look at, he would look at their vitals. Um, he would check blood pressure. He uh, drew blood. He collected urine samples and saw what was going on in the body. And I mean, oh. really, really put research into this stuff. And he, with 90% accuracy, he's come up with this questionnaire, essentially. And you give it to each member of the couple. And with 90% accuracy, he can tell if the couple is going to stay married or not. Um, stay married and be happy. Stay married and be miserable or divorce. He has a method and the method includes worksheets. So we, you know, when you're triggered, right. And what we found is that we were triggering each other. Like our mere presence was just triggering each other. And, you know, so during this time where we were stuck indoors together, all of the issues that we'd kind of swept under the rug, because we have a child with special needs. So we tried to you know, we were really surviving for a long time. And now we were at this place of equilibrium and calm with our mm-hmm. children uh, and our home life. And what that did is it, you know, being forced to be together all the time without breaks brought everything out. And right. so, yeah. We've been together um, for 12 years, but never together like the last year right we spent a lot of time together in the last year and that really um and we had our son i mean we had our hardest, son very early on in our relationship we realized that it was the hardest part of the covid epidemic was to be isolated with and have a relationship with each other, with each other. <laughs> That's exactly right. But it was also the gift. Oh, it's good you could laugh about that. Oh, I know. <laughs> and if you would have told us that we could laugh about that, would you have thought so? Um, no, no. It really took a new um, awareness and um, uh, and these wonderful tools that we've learned through through therapy. Yeah. And we talk to each other in a totally different way now. I mean, it's changed the way that we interact with one another and um one of the time like so last night we had a night without the boys they went and and did a sleepover and it was the first time that we've been together and it was just easy we were talking we were making dinner we ate together it was just seamless and I yeah yeah it was it was so uh, how did that happen? You mentioned these worksheets and also. Yeah, well, that's how it happened is. So the last time before last night that we were at home together without the kids, we imploded um, because we were both without voicing it to each other. We were both very stressed about this 
this time because we were going to have 48 hours without the boys and each other. Yeah. And it was a weekend, essentially. You know what I mean? It was holiday. And so. So typically we would have <laughs> just avoided, <laughs> avoided each other. Avoided each other. <laughs> uh, probably ordered separate dinners or done something just to avoid um like, the uncomfortableness right right for whatever reason it was yeah it, there's there's like this underlying fear maybe yeah. anxiety fear I think based. It was, it's anxiety yeah. based yeah um and now so so what we realized is that we had new strategies after therapy on how to because we wanted to be together we wanted to figure this out and figure out how to be together and well what I wanted and I told him this from the beginning I said what uh, my intention and my knowing is that we're going to go on this therapy journey together and one way or the other we are either going to decide together that we stay together or we are going to decide together that we don't so it's going to be completely mutual we realized is that so we have this time together we have this 48 hours together right. and what happens is we have misunderstanding after misunderstanding and uh we fight and this fight kind of just goes on and we'll get to like moments of just kind of going to our corners but then it is reignited and you know by 10 o'clock we were both so just done with each other and we separated and i remembered oh wait a minute we have a worksheet called aftermath of a fight this is really how we do things yeah now <laughs> we get a worksheet i mean that's what we do it's like that's how we talk but it helps uh in so many ways and then it just become it's and it's a practice yeah um uh, how does it help because because what i imagine is that i i would imagine like having to sit down with a partner like that would be very scary very vulnerable so yes you know, how does how does it help well so it. yeah Not. yeah all of this is scary and vulnerable and messy and um imperfect very imperfect but it's very important um and it's mostly conversation and it's mostly speaking from the heart and listening and building trust see what we and, needed was to build trust because it's interesting that you say vulnerability because i i couldn't do it like when she gave us our first worksheet i froze and she even gave us a sheet and said hey we're not going to talk about any issue with the two of you but you're each going to say something that's bothering you like that's been annoying to you or you know but it doesn't have anything to do with the other one and the other one doesn't know about it and um so i had this squeak in my car and so i told the story of the squeak and keith told the story of the lumber prices um because of the pandemic and when we got to the bottom we actually realized that there was an issue there and mine was that I wanted partnership you know and I felt like it was all on me to get this car should I take it in should I not um and after the, after that session Keith actually like called the car place and got me the appointment and said take it in he said it'll only take five minutes for him to look at it and you know but what we've learned well, what did you do about the lumber prices I I lowered them immediately yeah, she did. Because I'm a giver. That's right. Uh, I'm glad you asked. 
Uh, welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's interesting that you say the vulnerable thing because I really couldn't. It was hard for me to just sit and look at him, like look in his eyes like this, um, and you know, face to face. You can um, do that now. Oh, I know. That's great. I Congratulations. I know. I know. Well, that's because I trust you. You're doing it right now. I know. Wow. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's well, I trust you. Okay, so I know that for me, I, you know, I went through a divorce seven years ago and I was in a 20 year relationship. And so I imagine that some of this stuff may have uh, helped in that relationship. Like I said, lots of people who are going through, you know, challenging relationship issues right now because of the the exact things that you described right and I know my own relationship which is a newer relationship just over two years that um we're kind of trying to navigate midlife kind of thing so we both mm -hmm. had long-term marriages long-term relationships we both have children and we're we're kind of trying to figure out you know what we want as individuals and also figuring out how that works together. So it's kind of navigating that, that newness too. So how, what have you learned that would be helpful for other people navigating this conscious path? Well, first of all, one of the things that our intentions was to, to you know, sometimes there is a stigma. I think there's a stigma attached to therapy. And one of our intentions through doing this was to say out loud and proud that, you know, we go to therapy and he has a therapist and I have a therapist and we have a therapist together. Um, so I think that's first. Um, the second is that the Gottman method, there's so much information out there that you can get. And what, what there is a science to this. This is research-based stuff. And I, what I was trying to explain that about the time before last night where we were together for those 48 hours and after, you know, a day, a night of fighting, me realizing, oh, wait, we have this worksheet. I grabbed the worksheet. I said, are you willing to do this with me? He said, yes. And within 15 minutes, it was done. We've been practicing um, a number of worksheets now, so we don't have to pull the worksheets. Yeah. Out. It's just the way we talk to each other. It's become the way that we speak. Um, it's really helped. Yeah. It's helped so much. Yeah. And I look forward Is to there a way to find these worksheets? So um, you can go to, if you Google Gottman, I, I don't know. John I, Gottman, I, Dr. John Gottman has uh, a website and he actually has tons of uh, resources on his website as well as workshops and classes you can take. Mm -hmm. uh, we are taking uh, a workshop through a local therapist uh, that we that we're talking about that really yeah she's well for us so, so it's a certification you can get so she you know it's completely Gottman method stuff and it's I mean we graduated too we were once a week and now we're once every three weeks or four weeks so um, the takeaway what is the takeaway go to his website yeah, I think I think Google him and watch well, video. Just yet, I was just asking how how people can find it. 
Oh, good. Yeah. So go to Gottman, Google Gottman, go to YouTube, look, listen to one of his talks and you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. It will ring true within you. And he's got resources on his website, but a Gottman therapist, you can literally look up a Gottman therapist, find one. Okay. Okay. So therapy is a good thing. Resources from Gottman anything else well I think one of the keys was being willing to admit that we were at we were at rock bottom that it was make or break time I think one of the things that we weren't saying and it was the elephant in the room which is we're this is broken yeah and we we need help we needed help we needed help because we needed a new way to talk to each other we needed yeah uh, really to rebuild trust I I say we have some questions for y'all okay and they're just kind of what what have you learned kind of questions so maybe these things can help other people and sure either kind of navigating relationships on their own or you know encouraging therapy so have you been able have you are you better at recognizing red red flags like when communication is going to break down before it happens then then oh we have red flags yeah we do Mm -hmm. um and we have safe word i mean we don't have a specific we did come up with a safe word but we don't really have to use it anymore because what happens is we have learned our own red flag like we call ourselves on and you know one of us will say something and i'll and and go oh that was contempt i'm sorry do you forgive me Yes. Oh, yeah. I correct myself all the time. Yeah. He'll Um, say, I'm sorry. I was stonewalling, you know. What do you mean by contempt? Do you want to explain contempt or you want me to? But you, but yeah, I think you said something about there's four different. Yeah. So so they're Gottman calls them the four horsemen. Yeah. The four horsemen of the apocalypse, because he said they're a dead sign. These are the signs that are in the marriages, those 90% of marriages that fail, the four predictor variables. Oh yeah. Oh, that can predict with up to 90% accuracy, the health and longevity of a relationship. Thank you, honey. He wrote Mm, that down. down. The four horsemen. um, It's criticism, contempt, and contempt is like superiority. So it's like, I'm right. I'm righteous. I'm right. You're wrong. Like feeling superior um, to the other person. Defensiveness and stonewalling and stonewalling um is when you uh you don't take what he calls bids i'll give you an example of stonewalling okay give me an example uh stonewalling is you're not listening um you're pulling away from the conversation you're basically not involved in the relationship in that moment well wait a minute i want to say something about stonewalling can i yeah i'm sorry to interrupt you sure so the thing is is so he calls them bids so for example um if uh your spouse walks into a room and you say gosh it's really hot out there and the other person just doesn't respond that's a bid that didn't that didn't get followed up on right and so over time if you have enough of those times where somebody tried for connection and it failed then stonewalling starts to happen and 
it's considered stonewalling when you don't do the bid too. It's so like that, a piggy bank. It works correct. like a piggy bank. Yes, exactly. yes, it works you like a piggy bank. Money right. when when you're stonewalled, then money yes. gets taken out when yes. you pay attention. Yes, yes. Knowledge. Then that's part of the trust yeah. rebuilding process that we did was through that and you know his recognition of his stonewalling behaviors where whereas in the story he was telling and that's what we've learned we've learned that um well i was guilty of stonewalling and i was also guilty of defensiveness defensiveness yeah i was guilty of contempt and um i mean defensiveness to criticism would you say criticism i mean i'm sure we were guilty of all of them but we we've learned to recognize them so, right so these are all behavioral yes uh traits that we've developed in our relationship and we just needed a new way mm-hmm. new be, habits new habits and new ways to be, behave well those other. i think that just even having those four things to be on the lookout for and and that is something where self-awareness is key. Yes. I mean, yeah. you, and and I think I would imagine why you're part of the reason why you're both going to individual therapy is because you have to do that in order to recognize your own stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Show up in a healthy way in the relationship. So, so I guess the next question would be, when do you feel supported? How can you support your partner? How can your partner feel supported by you? Right. That kind of thing. Right. So I would say that um, it is it is a process of how to talk. It is being willing to be a listener and not defend and not um, tell stories. It's first of all, I and that's that's why I think the key is you really have to admit to each other out loud that what you're doing isn't working you know that's the first part so lydia when is a time that you personally feel supported oh when he listens to me um and does the worksheet the the stress stressful conversations worksheet and really we don't even listen to your feelings um Yes. Uh, and then asking you if you feel heard. Yes. I think that repeating it back to me, he that. repeats it back to me and he'll say, do you feel heard? And if the answer is no, then I keep going. If the answer is yes, then he moves on and says, what is this like for you? Um, how, how does it feel? What's, I what's the worst case scenario? Yeah, we can ask what the worst case scenario was from the situation. And it can mean anything. It can mean any story that you want to tell me something that happened in your day or something that is more um, uh, like I went to therapy today and I want to share what happened there with Keith tonight. So we're going to do the questions to ask your partner. And it's that process. It's, you know, um, letting me talk him repeating what he heard and asking you know do you feel understood yet you know understood is the key and creating a safe space to talk to each other without judgment yeah so keith when do you feel supported when i can talk and i feel like lydia has listened 
and I know she heard me because mm-hmm. you'll ask me, um, and it's just the dialogue. It's just those simple questions that I feel so heard and it gives me great support and um, mm-hmm. feel like we're on the same page. Well, and I can say too that my I, what I was really guilty of was always trying to fix it. So he would get, tell me something and I wouldn't ask if he wanted it solutions or advice I just gave solutions or advice so he was coming to me just to feel heard super guilty of that too super guilty of that too yeah both of us were so we learned like what what am I going to do how do I fix this I just want her to be happy yeah but it's completely the opposite of what she needs right and him, for him too. So we, what we've learned is we both need the same things. We both right. want the same thing. And um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that all of us do. That's all right. And want to be heard. We want to be yeah. seen. We want to be heard. We want to feel like we matter. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly right. Yes. And we look to our partners to do that. And it's very you know, normal that it would break down over years, especially when you're navigating, you know, parenting and, um, you know, all kinds of things, you know, so I think it's just normal. And I think, you know, if, if we can, if you can be brave enough to, well, this is the thing that I wanted to ask you about next. Yeah. Uh, I think being brave is a, is a big part of it. Um, to me, what you're describing sounds very difficult. It, it's scary. I already mentioned that, but like also time consuming. Yeah. Like sometimes I don't want to wash the dishes and sometimes I do not want to have a conversation. Yeah. You know? So what, I mean, what's the value in it? I mean, what is it worth the effort? Because it sounds like a lot of work. Yes. And it is a lot of work at first and then it's not, it just becomes a part of you and the way that you speak to each other. And it is scary. It takes a lot of practice. Um, we're yeah. still figuring yeah. it out. We're still yeah. using the worksheets for some of our conflicts and, um, and, but I'll tell you if, if we didn't, I yeah. know, I know how it would be. We would, we would not be together. We would not be doing this podcast right now. No, we would not. <laughs> we would not be together. Like worksheets, do y'all do in a day? Or <laughs> so yes. So no. To answer your question about, um, you know, you feel like you can't you don't even want to do the dishes. This sounds like too much work. I get that. Uh, we both work uh, full time, nonstop, when we're at home and when we're not at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we have we have certain ways of communicating in those, um, in those, uh, busy moments. And, Mm -hmm. um, what's different is that, uh, I love you and respect you more deeply as a result of all these practice sheets and all the the worksheets we've been using. Mm -hmm. I feel secure. I feel Mm -hmm. at ease. Like there's a whole part of me that just it's like a big sigh. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. But I, how many worksheets do we do in a week? Well, it depends Don't, on the week. If we're really off. busy, take a night off. We say that all the time because we know that we need connection time. And we started. Oh, guys, there's a free app. 
It's a Gottman card deck. You can get it um, from the Play Store. Um, it's a free deck and it gives you like date questions and easy questions and open-ended questions. Awesome, awesome card deck app. Um, yes. Letty and I used it uh, right away and it was a way to just break very the ice yeah very oh, gently but you know what we were trying yes. to do this is in this speed this is directly answers your question mary we made a commitment okay we're going to connect 30 minutes every night and what we realized are well 30 or 15 we couldn't do that we couldn't it was too much we had too You're much like, going on not, we're too down much to five. Uh, no yeah. no so now what we do is we understand that uh, you know, where we stop projecting and Keith, you know, told me this, um, that he stopped projecting onto my silence, you know, so when I'm tired, worn out, when he's tired, worn out, we don't take it personally. We know that it's not about us. And that's part of being self-aware, you know, you own your own stuff. And mm -hmm. that's a big necessary ingredient that was necessary for yeah. me absolutely so we don't the worksheets um we do them as needed the one that we do over and over again is really just a communication style uh, and it's very simple it's just asking the person repeating what they said and asking if they feel understood and then asking you know what is most upsetting to you about this you know what is this like for you what do you need? What do you need from me? How can I support you in this? Those are the follow-ups. And then you say, would you like advice or, um, you know, problem solving? Would you like help with advice or problem solving? And you wait for the yes or the no. And the, because we talk to each other like that now all the time, we don't, we don't have the aftermath after a fight worksheet. But I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll have another fight. And when we do, it's there. Right. I just have um, one last question. If your relationship were better, do you think Aaron Rodgers would stay in Green Bay? <laughs> oh, yes, David. Wow. I think that if we just worked a little harder at one another, Aaron Rodgers would stay. Yes, David. That Yes. He did renew his country club membership in Green Bay. So that's um, the word on the street. And it's all due to us and the work that we've been doing on our relationship. Uh, until David will be at Lambeau on the 7th. Yeah. For practice game. Well, I think you just did. So go pack, go. <laughs> well, thank you, Lydia. And thank you to Keith for being here today. And of course, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening, everybody. Gottman, Gottman card deck. Thank you, Mary. Google Let's see Gottman. what happens next. Ah, you took my line. Say it again, I like it. Let's see what happens next. <laughs>